WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song. This is the Firefly Funhouse. And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey, guys, this is Renee Fiquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree. And this is Nikki. And we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels. And what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap. And now, you are and it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch. You hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and chewed tobacco. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. You smell! What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie! everyone welcome to the rack right here on wildtalkradio.com brought to you by our friends over at mbg films check them out youtube.com slash mbg 1211 and if you're listening to us over on rackradioshow.com wildtalkradio.com or directly on twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it if you're on twitch and you happen to have a prime gaming sub available you can use it here for free for 30 days all you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free it is that simple i am your host Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman Sorokin. We're here. We're live. We're doing a thing. It's it, it's it's the week before SummerSlam. We got nine days before the biggest part in summer. I don't know if that's still what they're calling it, but it's yeah. I mean, it's in Nashville, so I think that's that goes without saying. I mean, summer location is Nashville. Really, the big summer. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's 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 party city, baby. Is it? Nash Vegas. Nash Vegas. That's such a... Anyway. <laughs> Go down to Printer's Alley and, you know, get wasted. 
Go to Tootsies. Tootsies, I've heard of. You go to the you go down the main drag in Nashville, and it's just nothing but honky tonks and um, are they, more honky tonks. Are they cool, cocky, and bad? Some of them. You tweet us at WildTalkRadio.com. Welcome to WildTalkRadio.com. WildTalkRadio.com. Or directly here at twitch.tv slash Live to interact with us tonight. We have things we are doing tonight. We do. We have news, notes, and we're doing a SummerSlam tier list in preparation for doing our picks next week for SummerSlam. Indeed. And, and, where's the thing? Where's the OBS? Things, chat, things, fanciness, boom. We have fanciness? Fanciness. Boom. Oh, look at that. Fancy. Fancy things. Production. Things. Stuff. He, he, he put time and effort into this, man. I have. We're going to do that later. But we have news presented by MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211 to get into tonight. So thankfully, thankfully it wasn't a terribly busy news week. I appreciate that. Um, but there are a couple things we need to discuss, and I want to just get it out of the way. Let's just talk about it. Ric Flair's last match. Okay, before you go off. Yes. It will be Jay Lethal teaming up with the Nature Boy, or teaming up with Jeff Jarrett to take on the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, Wu, and Andrade El Idolo. In Ric Flair's final match. Ric Flair has plantar fasciitis. So. There's that. That's being able to run or walk in a wrestling match may be a little bit painful. And for someone who's... How old is Flair? 72? 73, something like that, yeah. 73. That may be... You can't. I mean, I'm sure people would understand for health reasons. But if you, the man can't walk, how do you expect him to wrestle? Honestly, truthfully, explain explain that to me. His name is Andrade El Idolo, who will be walking, running, hopping, jumping, skipping, prancing, dancing, dashing, wooing, wooing, <laughs> and then Flair will come in. He'll limp, struggle, saunter, slowly put a figure four on, and go woo. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. That's all I got on that one. All right, let's talk about this. So the opponents are fine. I think everybody kind of figured that Jay Lethal was going to be involved when Flair kind of started talking shit about him. And I'm going to say this. I respect that they're trying to put some heat on the match. They're trying to put some story on the match. However, you know, when you have Jeff Jarrett, who is Jeff Jarrett the wrestler, he's also a senior executive of WWE. He is in charge of their live events, and he handles that. Um... It's not necessarily a good look because some people aren't going to understand that it's staged to have a senior executive from WWE jump a current employee's father in the parking lot somewhere and beat him up and bloody him and leave him for dead while I believe her husband watches because I think Andrade was there. No, Andrade was not there. Okay, Andrade was not there. But either way, still, Charlotte is a current employee of WWE. So you have a WWE executive beating up a WWE employee's father, who coincidentally is also a member of the WWE Hall of Fame twice over and is a living legend of that company, or considered a living legend of that company. Who, who now got his woo back. Who got his woo back. He's back in the intro. He's very happy about being back in the intro. He personally thanked Vince McMahon for it. I don't think it's a good look. I'm going to be completely honest. 
You can have them talk trash back and forth all you want, right? Bring up personal history, personal rivalry. But when you have WWE facing a pretty significant sex scandal with Vincent Kennedy McMahon apparently screwing everyone in that company that could walk. Um, I just don't think it's a good idea and it's a good look. It's done. It, it didn't bring any massive repercussions, but I think it was a poor choice. That's all I'm going to say on the subject. But also in terms of Rick's health, I understand that Andrade is there, but Rick has promised to go off the top rope. Well, that right? was before the injury. He never took it back. I'm going to point that out. No, he's, he's never he's, taken it back. No, he's going to pull himself to the top rope and go off of it. Well, that's where I was going. He shouldn't pull himself to the top rope. If he can't walk and he can't run, then that means he can't climb. That means he potentially can't push off the top rope. Okay, to be fair, he's never actually pushed off the top rope. He's always been thrown off the top rope. Again, if he can't walk <laughs> and he can't run, then he can't catch himself. But it's Ric Flair. You know what? At this point, I'm tired of that excuse. That excuse doesn't carry any water with me anymore. He's putting serious risk to his health just by being in the match. Because what happens if he injures himself worse? He has a goddamn pacemaker that, that, you know, can just be plucked back in. Oh, my God. I told a friend of mine who's a medical, medical professional that, and she looked at me and she went, he said, what now? No, that's not how that works. No, it's not. Like, it's just, I know it's Rick, okay? And I respect Rick's decisions, and ultimately, my voice and my opinion in this don't matter. But I'm frustrated because I'm worried for him. I'm worried that something bad is going to happen, and I trust everybody in the match. It has nothing to do with everybody in the match, because between Jeff and Jay... And Andrade, they can get him through. Like, you have three incredibly competent people in the ring with him that will do everything in their power to take care of him. But it's just mind-numbingly terrifying when you look at the fact that he's injured, he can't walk, he can't run, he's got a pacemaker, he's had heart issues in the past, he's going to stop taking his blood thinners that day, so that way, you know, in case he blades, which we know he is because it's Rick... I that, mean, you know, he doesn't bleed to death. I mean, he's already bleeding to do the angle. <laughs> like, that's that's why he had stitches, because they did the angle first. <laughs> now that makes sense why. Okay, so watch the press conference before the angle. It makes sense why he had stitches, like, or where there was a cut on the top of his head. It makes sense why he was there. And then when he did the angle, there was nothing there. And then boom, okay, that made more sense. Well, you know, it'll be only slightly healed by the time he goes in the match. So it could bust open again and he could be all bloody. Um, I just, I feel like there's a lot of poor life decisions going on in this, this uh, circumstance. But if, if you're interested in watching Ric Flair's last match, you can purchase it, I think, at ricflairslastmatch.com. Um, go to go to fight.tv. You get the whole package. It's and all the thing. You can buy a chair. Every there's commemorative chairs that if you go to the building, you can get. You can they're auctioning off a robe. But yeah, it's one week from this Sunday. Ric Flair's last match ever. Never say never, um, brother. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it'll be interesting. It's going to be a spectacle. It's gonna be something. Uh. I want to see it, but I, I don't want to see it. I, I, I don't want to see it. I'm sorry. I'm not that interested in okay. seeing him do that. Let, let, me, let me say this. If you would like to watch Ric Flair's last match, go buy it at Fight.TV. 
reason for that, there's going to be a lot of incredible wrestling that will be taking place on that evening. They have yes, a lot. There's... there's a lot of great wrestling that are going to be in the show from New Japan, Impact Wrestling, and beyond that are part of the show. Many Impact Wrestling talents are going to be part of it. So go support that, even if you're not there to go watch Ric Flair's last match. Yeah, the show will be fantastic on its own. I just... I just can't bring myself to watch Rick wrestle one more time just because I'm terrified something bad is going to happen. But just think of the irony. He wants to do this so to um, make up for his last matches that he had in Impact Wrestling, and now Impact Wrestling's all a part of the thing You know, too. like you do. <laughs> it's, just, it's very fitting at that point. Anyway, that's the Flair stuff. That's the Flair stuff. Yay, Flair stuff. Continue on real quick. Gallows and Anderson are free agents and are no longer part of, I believe they were with Impact they are working. They? they are on, they're no longer contract. They're going to be working in New Japan probably in the, the fall, winter. But they are still with Impact in terms of per pay per play. So they're still there. They're the champs, I think. So they're still under a pay per appearance, but they're technically free agents. So they can go anywhere they want. Which is not a bad thing. Uh, the Briscoes have signed a long-term exclusive contract with ROH, uh, so congratulations to them on that. Yeah, so Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful asked Tony Khan on the, the media call today about it. He just asked, are there any talents that are exclusive to Ring of Honor? He goes, the Briscoes. I was like, oh, we actually got news out of this thing. Not to just the, hey, hey, Tony, how are you? Tell me about how great this thing is. We actually got some news out of a media call that lasted an hour. Um... Because everything else really wasn't. Um, so yeah, that, that was a bit of news. So they have at least a few exclusive contracts, but they're the biggest names under contract. So there you go. There you go. Moving on to WWE news real quick. WWE bought the rights to a Kurt Angle documentary. Yeah, so Kurt had a documentary that was produced and everything. And WWE decided to purchase said documentary. And have WWE eyes it by adding more rust, a little bit more wrestling to it. It was basically a documentary about Kurt before he got to WWE. Now there's a little bit of WWE in it. It'll be airing on Peacock next um, next year. Sami Zayn is said to be on the Broken Skull Sessions this Friday. Yep, Sami's going to be a part of it. That should be a fun thing. I love the picture of him and Steve together. Sami just looks so happy. <laughs> It's so cute. He's like, oh, I was Steve Austin. Yay! Yeah. But uh, like, that's cool. So, because I guess Sammy signed a new deal and then you gotta talk to Austin. Like, you can, it should be a fun interview because there's a lot there that's not, hey, let's talk about the Attitude Era. Yeah, it's like they kind of have done a lot of the big names for the Attitude Era. There's just still some left that he needs to hit. But for the most part, they can now move on to the younger talent and interview the younger talent who have had really full careers so people like sammy people like kevin people like becky um finn so on and so forth just to kind of get the younger talent in there and get them talking to steve because i think that was always the intent of it but you know they wanted to get people like taker out of the way and you know really really get the series settled and set before they moved on to others and last but certainly not least, John Cena and his wife, Shay, had a formal wedding this past week after they got married in 2020 or 2021. 2020, yeah, 2020. Because they got married in the middle of COVID, so they just went to the courthouse real quick and did the thing. Um, so they finally had a formal wedding with a full reception and everything like that to celebrate their love. So congratulations to John and Shay. They both looked wonderful. Yeah, so... Not only did Jay get John to 
do the thing twice when Nikki couldn't even get one. <laughs> Poor Nikki. Hey, Nikki's gonna get married this fall, so <laughs> I like she, he beat her to it twice. <laughs> just just to really, really, really send it home, you know. Hey, we're gonna go to the courthouse and get married, and then we're gonna do the full shebang wedding. Yeah. <laughs> I just I think it's sweet that they went back and did it because it's like, hey, honey, let's just get married. And she's like, okay. Or he was like, okay. And so they just went to the courthouse and got married. Like, they didn't need the big wedding. And then they're like, we can always have it later. And so they had it later. Like, that was my my one thing with, like, the Nikki John stuff. Is it's like, she wanted kids and she wanted to get married. And, of course, she wanted the big shebang wedding. And it's like, you should get what you want. And you should have what you want. Right? Like, But nobody says you have to do it in any specific order. Like, if you just want to get married, just go to the courthouse and get married. Yeah. That's it. That's all you have to do. It's literally that simple. I think the license is all you have to pay for is the license and maybe to see the judge. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. But you can do that. And so no judgment. Congratulations. And I hope they're super happy. But there's somebody who isn't super happy. We need to do the blame Brents. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulder snapping. It's this week's injury roundup. So Chris Jericho suffered a broken nose, I believe, at last night's Spider Fest. Hashtag blame Brent. Those are the facts, according to Chris Jericho. And we, we should know that they're pretty truthful because Chris Jericho says everything. He's invented everything and everything he says is truthful. No, I, I legitimately heard he even broke his nose last night and they confirmed it today. Because it was it was a match. It was it, it was a thing. It the main event before the run-ins was fine. Then you had run-ins, heel turns, and missed everything. You know, things. All the things. Sparkle crowds. That's an old reference. Wow. Wow, that's a way old reference. And with that, I say we take our first and only break of the evening. Because when we come back, y'all, we are going to be doing our SummerSlam tier list. Plus two a week. Plus three of the week. You don't want to miss it. So you're listening to the rack right here on wildtalkradio.com and we'll be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every week, we jump into the world of awesome with the Rack Extra Reviews, Ms. and Mrs. This one had to go out and buy all the toys. She lifted my foot up, stuffed it straight up my ass and said, I don't care. Kid gets toys. Yeah. Check out the Rack Extra Reviews, Ms. and Mrs., available weekly at wildtalkradio.com and rackradioshow.com. What is the greatest of all time? Saturday nights. We decide 
from sports, video games, movies and even the X-rated. You help us decide what is the greatest of all time. It is the greater than great debate, a part of your Saturday night. CB Radio Saturday night Midnight to Houston On the Wild Talk Radio Network Every Monday night Once Monday Night Raw ends The Raw Post Show goes live You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin As they give their opinions on what they liked What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go, 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 Simpson. Did you know you can use creator code ROCK and SOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's R-O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. This is the undisputed future of WWE, Seth Rollins, and you are listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio. right here on wildtalkradio.com brought to you by our friends over at mbg films check them out at youtube.com slash mbg 1211 and if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com wildtalkradio.com or directly on twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it if you're on twitch and you happen to have a prime gaming sub available you can use it here for free for 30 days all you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free it is that simple you can also subscribe the regular way follow the channel hang out and chat or listen to the archive we are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, we do the week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place. And I was so bitter until I found Twitter. Oh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling. 140 characters or less is what you're giving. My addiction starts to climb. I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting No more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure 
Jenny Yokobori. Emmett came across a really cute picture of an otter, but I didn't have anybody to show it to. So I turned to the man sitting next to me on the plane and asked if he wanted to see it. I showed it to him and he smiled and went, huh, I ain't never seen anything like that before. Koryi. Wait, I love sea life. If you sent it to me, I wouldn't have looked to the otter way. The otter way. The otter way. We, I, Griffin <sighs> That one hurt my soul. <laughs> I'll just do this. Is that better? I, I, I was brought up in for that. Anyway, Griffin Burns, who, if you don't know who he is, he is the uh, voice actor for Child in Genshin Impact, the English voice actor. And it was Child's birthday yesterday. And this national treasure of a man has two child stand-ups that live in his house with him. Why, I don't know, but he has them. He takes them to conventions and everything. And he also has a child wig. And so there is a picture of him with the two stand-ups doing the Spider-Man point thing. And he goes, whose birthday is it? Jenny Okabori. Why are there two? <laughs> Zulu and Lima, aka Karina. You mean you don't want two standees of a character you voice? Kaylee Mills. Two times the fun, two times the jail. Two times the two times it's, the jail. It it is child. Two times the jail though. Okay. Yeah, I mean there's there's two, so you know, two we'll times the fun, it. two we'll, times we'll, the jail. We'll, we'll go with it. We're just gonna, we're gonna roll with it. That's obviously we're gonna roll with it. That's all you got. That's all you got. Okay. Timmy, darkness for tonight. Sign up for levels. Excited to get for it to get here and start this next chapter of my fitness journey. Pool shark. I signed up for Uber Eats Plus. Excited to see where my my lifestyle and terrible food choices take me. You know, perspectives. Mm-hmm. Pool shark. Stacy just said she was going to hit me where the sun doesn't shine. That could literally be anywhere since I don't leave the house. I mean, not a lie. Caleb Markson just landed in Boston. My pilot came over the aircraft and said, "Ladies and gentlemen, if you can remain seated, as we were waiting." As we're waiting to park, and I audibly giggled. I just love the Boston accent. Thinking park, 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 park the car, and finally Snickers. People do the the mm, little whip, little whip, little whip. Mm, take your pick. People need a Snickers, or probably need a Snickers. Again, heard it during the break, but we're gonna you hear the beginning of it. be that person kids game there's a dance the, there's a dance to it kids game there's there's a dance that literally involves general thrusting <laughs> kids game is it is it saying take your pick mm-hmm. i don't want to be that person but um that might just be i don't know a tad inappropriate that could be wrong but with that is that it yeah that's for the week all right let's talk about the Summer Slams. More specifically, the past 35 years of SummerSlam posters. We thought this would be a fun little activity to review them and talk about them and really see how the posters have evolved over the last 35 years because it's a it's a nice, you know, lesson in graphic design. Because why not? As we like the title of this segment, What the Art? What the Art. Yes. Figured this would be a good one for for Lindsay because we hey we can rank matches from SummerSlam. She hasn't seen them all. I haven't seen them all, so it makes no sense to do something wrestling heavy when we can just do what the art goes right up her alley where we can judge things and critique them. Which is why we have a fancy setup. So wow, you, you make me seem like such a bitch when you say that. What do you mean? Where we can judge things. We can judge things. Why can't we judge things? What? Like we're, no, you said she can judge things. Okay, we can judge things. I was putting. I was. Going with your art background. 
you you know things. She takes words and jumbles them. Anyway. Anyway. We have a fancy thing. You can see the graphics too. Yeah, so you guys can see the posters of what we're talking about as we're reviewing them. Um so let's start. This is in a random order by the way. Um so we're gonna be moving from different eras and that kind of thing. Um so this is also pre Photoshop. This is and then the the obvious the Photoshop era. And you're probably gonna see where the two when it happens. Um Well everything was Photoshop, but more advanced Photoshop. Yeah. Actually, they, I don't know if they would be using... They might be using, like, PageMaker or something like that. Whatever it was. Anyway, let's start with SummerSlam 16. This is your basic wrestling poster. You have your main stars on the top. You have the logo on the bottom. You have the city in the background that tells you kind of where it is. There's no other information on it. It's relatively simple. There's probably um, one with the information on it, but this is the basic post-it that it was. Yeah. So to me, this is, you know, this is a, probably a C. It's kind of average, kind of stock, not a lot of like interest to it. It's just basic. There's really not a lot of creativity to it. Yeah. It's just, hey, do this, do this, do this. Okay, done. Next. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Up next, we have SummerSlam 2000. This is actually one of my more favorite posters. I've always liked the way they did it there's a lot of creativity involved in this they got experimental they tried things because this was all about the four men that you see on the poster which are the rock triple h kane and the undertaker um because i believe this was a four-way for the title uh at SummerSlam. no 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 was this a tag match okay so the poster doesn't show you what actually happened um i believe it was undertaker and kane had a match rock triple h and kurt angle were in the main event for the title okay all right cool but if you look at the poster it doesn't tell you that <laughs> no it doesn't tell you that so there's points off for that but they don't have to necessarily advertise everything on the posters but i like the design of it because i like how they they filled the negative space behind the rock with the broken glass and you have the four pictures in the broken glass um i like how they did the lighting on it i like how they did the color on it um where they made it seem like blend pretty seamlessly so they did a very nice job there you got your logo front and center. You got the company logo. You got all your information on there. This is back in the day when you could get free sunglasses, so that's always good. Um, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I I'm gonna rate this an A or a B. I don't think this is S tier, but this is a this is a very good poster to me. I would give it an. Hmm. For now, it's an A. We'll see okay. how we, we'll see how we go. We may move it. It may be like an A minus because that's where I think it is, like an A minus. B plus I mean, this minus. is before they got really, really, really creative. This is when they just started to kind of... Like, this whole year of posters, because I think this was the year that they did, like, the drawn... The hand-drawn Royal Rumble poster, which is really cool. And then they did... Because it's sitting behind me, and I can look at it right now. The Armageddon poster, where it's like... It's, again, it's an illustration. It's Taker riding out of hell on a motorcycle. And it's a really cool poster. Um, This is kind of in that genre where, where they got very experimental with their posters. Um, So... Yeah. So SummerSlam 98. Okay. There's a lot going on here. In terms of layouts, it's really basic. You have all your information. The logo does get a little lost in the flames and the fire. And then you have it on a dark background. And this is this is really before pre-Photoshop. It could use with a little something something behind it to help pop it off. Um but everything's on there. You can pretty much read everything. Points for the hand-drawn 
illustration on the poster. It'd be cool if it was like the whole poster. But again, yeah, no, I get they, it. This is kind the, of before. This, exactly. It's kind of before you can do things and you're making it yeah. work. Because you had to plaster the. Remember, you used to plaster posters around to get people oh, to I know things. I'm, no, I'm just saying some people don't, you know, don't know that. Like posters yeah, actually yeah, were is, a thing. You these were actually used for advertising back when the posters still had a point. Yeah. Um, before the digital age, so. Yeah, you would post these up, and it's all about the image. Like, that's what this is. This is all about the image. This is all about The Undertaker and Steve Austin. It's in New York City. You can clearly tell it is. Yeah, like, you've got all the elements in there. Like, I think it's a, I think it's a good poster. I don't think it's the greatest poster I've ever seen, so I would rank this probably, like, a B just because of the hand-drawn art. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, I'm, I'm very clearly always down for hand-drawn anything because I have a respect for it because it takes a lot of work. Like, Photoshop does, too. Like, anything digitally done takes work, but, like, to have somebody actually illustrate this yeah. was... Effort was made. Oh, All yeah. right, moving on. Uh, let's talk about SummerSlam 17. A lot. There's a lot going on here, but I kind of like the a lot that's going on here. Because you have a circle of wrestlers, you have your logo in the center, you have the date, the time, you know, WWE Network, so you have all your specifics on there, everything stands out. But what I really like on this is how you have the names of everybody, of all the talent, in the background, and with the graffiti, they they blend in. Mm -hmm. So you don't notice it right away. But it's all present. Like, it's a really nice little trick that you have everybody identified, but it doesn't look like everybody's just identified. It's really clever how they did it. It just, it's filling the background and filling the negative space behind them very nicely. Bottom's a little weird, but that's okay. So, um, I could probably give this an A or a B. I would go A. Yeah, I can give it an A. I think it's like an A minus, again, another A minus kind of thing. There was a lot of, you can tell that there was a lot of thought. They just, they kind of had to squish Shinsuke and Gender's name in there a little bit. Who's they probably last minute? Um, well, it's where they're it's where they're at in the poster that it just doesn't. There's no good place to put it. That's part of the problem. And it's like if you're going to put everybody's name on the poster, you have to find a way to get everybody's name on the poster. Which realistically, gender's name probably could have gone behind the logo, but then it's going to be completely obscured. So they did what they did. Yep. All right. What's next? SummerSlam 13. Biggest party in the summer. Riding roller coasters. I think this is fun. I think this is super fun because you can't necessarily tell that this is a wrestling poster outside of Kane. <laughs> outside of Kane. I mean, yeah. Like, I like that they have the roller coaster. I have that they all had them take pictures to look like they're on a roller coaster. Yeah, that's and I, a lot of weird. Oh my God. Ah. Like, you know, except for Punk, who just is making, I'm not sure what Punk is doing in this poster. Like, everybody else looks like they're having fun. He's, a scre- he's screaming, it looks like. He's very angry about having to sit next to Kane. I mean... And then there's Brian. Being very just, hey. yes, in the background. AJ's like, yay! Kind like, of. I have to sit next to... Like, I feel like AJ and Punk are upset that they can't sit next to each other. Was this bad? Yeah. Well... Yeah. This was right, I think, when they started dating, or right before. Yeah, and Ziggler and AJ were still alive, I think. Mm-hmm. It was kind of... No, I think it was AJ and... AJ might have been moving over to Brian at that point. That or, might have been the start of like. No, AJ, that was Brian, twelve. Kane. That was twelve. Was it? Yeah, they were the the Kane Brian AJ Lee thing was twelve. Two thousand twelve. So this okay. was this was when they were together because he won the title not after WrestleMania twenty nine. So this was the fallout after that. Anyway, 
that doesn't really matter. We're not judging that. We're judging the poster. Um, I like it. Like I like that the logo's up at the top. It's nice and clear. I like how the the all the pertinent information kind of shoots off to the side to balance the star. Um, I like how they did it. Like I just think it's clean. It's super super clean. It's really unexpected for wrestling posters. Like again, outside of Kane, you wouldn't be able to tell this is necessarily a wrestling wrestling poster. You could take him out of that and replace him with somebody else, and this could be like a movie poster which i really like so i mean i would give this an a for design is, i think this is is this above the rock i would say so it's cleaner than the rock one okay because now we're we're gauging it's like now we see where the a actually is not like a mid and low to your eye that's all just want to gauge it that's all all right what's next SummerSlam 07 i wonder if this is about triple h the party is over I don't like this poster. No. I'm sorry. I just, I don't. It's you can't, very basic. It's very odd. Like, you can tell at one point there was a really good idea. Like, you can see it in the way that they designed it. It's just, it's something about the, and I know it says the party is over and Hunter's supposed to look angry, but it's just something about the picture of Hunter and the position of the logo. Like, I feel like the logo needs to come down and you need to have the S centered on the, centered kind of on the white stuff, like the white stripe thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it needs to come down. It's too high. Because you have, like, the SummerSlam logo with the date and then the live on pay-per-view right there together, which is what you should do. But it feels really, really cramped. And the Sunday, August 26th, is just squished in there. I kind of almost wish they had made, like, the white wave a little bit bigger and take up more space on the bottom. And then you could have the date and the time and everything be bigger and more visible. Mm -hmm. Because it kind of looks like an afterthought. A little bit. Like, it's all... Because you just have this really weird weird space in the bottom right of it that doesn't make sense with the top like it just i know it's supposed to be water or something but it just it doesn't yeah, make like sense the, like the beach for the uh, the tide rolling in yeah because you have like this really nice picture behind hunter they tried to make the lighting work they tried to make the lighting line up but he's front lit and from the way that the picture's coming he would probably be backlit a little bit so they tried to make the lighting work to make it seem like he's standing on that beach but the lighting on him is wrong for direct sun for the sunlight um he should have they should and this is before they could probably really do uh photo correction where you have to raise the gamma up on him a little bit to make him make the intensity on him more mm -hmm. um but yeah i just there's a lot going on where it's like for me personally i would fix it like it's fine it's good it worked but for me it's just like that logo that logo bothers me it could come down a lot and be closer to the bottom because then it's like the fade on the edges is nice like they they that i remember those fades like that grungy sort of edge look yeah those were so in those are so in forever like you go on a deviantart or you go somewhere and you download a whole bunch of brushes for photoshop and you'd use those yeah yeah i remember that so but a d yeah i'm gonna say this is a d I just don't like this poster. I'm sorry. I'm, and no offense to any of the graphic designers that did this. You are all wonderful people. And I completely respect that some of the de decisions made on these posters were probably not yours. You had a higher up tell you how to do it or tell you what to do. And you just did it. So I respect you wholeheartedly. This is not a knock against your work at all. All right. What's next? Up next, we have SummerSlam 1990. These... In terms of the earlier posters, mm -hmm. I really like this. I think it's really creative. 
It catches your eye, which is what it's designed to do. Tells you who's fighting. It, it's got the matches on there. It's got all the information you want. You've got pictures, but I like how they're at an angle. And I like how it's like Hulk Hogan and Tugboat versus Earthquake and Dino Bravo. I have to, I have to lean in because I can't see. It's, Hogan. it's so small. Yeah, Hogan with t- Tugboat versus Earthquake with Bravo. And then you have the WWE champion taking on ravishing Rick Rude with Bobby Heenan. Like everything's there to get you excited for it. And it's live on pay-per-view and it's right there, you know, catches your attention. SummerSlam. Like it's all really nicely done and really nicely executed. Um, Peep the date. What? Peep the date on the poster. What does it say? Monday night, August 27th. Monday night. Monday night. This is before Monday Night Raw. Or was this on Monday Night Raw? No, these were... But these were pre-Monday Night Raw. There's actually a couple that took place when Raw started on a Monday night, so Raw didn't air. Um, but it pay-per-views on a Monday for SummerSlam. Mm. I think it stopped in 94. 94 was the last one. But it was like, it, going back, it's like, oh, right, there were pay-per-views on a Monday. <laughs> Apparently that was a thing. Anyway, what do you? where do you put this one? this at a solid b yeah I'm with that. like i don't want to say it's quite a tier but it's definitely a really high b mm-hmm. just because i mean it is it is basic like it has a lot of really nice things going on with it but it's basic and you know there are some things that i would fix like the wwf logo needs to come down um i'd line the match text up just a little bit or i'd make the plus a little bit song smaller and then bring the blue text that excites says these exciting matches i'd bring it over to the left a little bit just to kind of center it up a little bit more on the yellow box because it's a little you're kind of squishing everything in there yeah um but this is obviously this is fine it worked but that's just like me looking at it going just it feels tight right yeah. Moving on to SummerSlam 02. Again, this was this period where they got creative with their posters. They got artsy with their posters. I like this poster for its simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, the logo doesn't get lost. The color scheme helps it stand out against uh, the background, which is what you want. Um, your pertinent information is on the bottom. It's in a it's analogous to your background, but it still stands out. You have um or not analogous yeah, analogous. I think analogous. I think that's the right word. It it matches the background. There we go. It's late, I can't remember words. But it's all about the rock. It's all about the people. And I like how you you change the color on the glasses, so you know, when you look at the poster, your eyes go right to the glasses and then you kinda of move out to see the full image. Um I don't know. I don't think it's quite A tier. What do you think? B. Yeah, I can make that a B. In between. I think it's a nice poster. Yeah, it's a nice poster. All right. Next one. By the way, chat, if you're tuning in, this is the Rack Live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're doing What the Art SummerSlam poster tier list. By the way, if you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking that purple rectangular button directly below the stream. All right. SummerSlam 12. Hmm. I wonder who's a this one's about <laughs> we're about to when we get through the 12 to 16 era you'll kind of have an idea who the built around like this is when they would do hard focuses on just the wrestlers or on the featured wrestler again i think this is super clean um you're focused in on brock you have a storming background behind him the perfect storm it all lines up you have water dripping down his face um your logo and everything come off the background really nice so you can see everything. I like that it's at an angle um, and the way that they've kind of nestled it in under his chin a little bit, which was probably just 
crazy random haptic stance because it's all in center. Um, I think this is a B or C. Like, it's a solid poster, but I'd there's say, not a lot of creativity to it. I say B minus, so B. Yeah, they did some adjustment on the lighting, too, and they did some they did some photo correction, so they did some nice stuff. But it's basic. It's just wrestler picture, copy, logo, boom, done. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam 99. Why is that one there? Okay. Just keep going. I actually really like this. I think it's exceptionally creative because you, they, 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 they started to get experimental. You can see that this was kind of where they were starting to get experimental. Um, you have Steve Austin contrasting again in black and white, contrasting against the red background. You have the smoldering skull in full color in front of him with the smoke, um, which is very well done. You have the logo on the bottom stands out. You have the information on the bottom stands out. Um, you have all you have everything you need on it and you just have a really nice like feeling like it's really subtle how the smoke sort of fills the empty space next to Austin and it helps your eye kind of move because mm-hmm. like naturally your eye kind of goes to Austin and then because he's black and white so it contrasts against all the color and then you kind of move around to like from Austin to like the white smoke or the skull and then you move down to the SummerSlam or you can kind of go logo and work around like compositionally they hit all their composition points very nicely um so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is a high B okay I'm with it I don't think it's quite an A it's right there with the other one from 98 yeah it's right there with the other one like they just they were they were doing things man they had graphic designers Mm -hmm. all right what's next SummerSlam 1997. Heart and soul. Okay, I really love the image on this poster. I hate everything else. (laughs) It's just, to me, and again, this is all composition for me. The logo is too small. I would move the TV PG-14 up to like the upper left or upper right-hand corner of the image and just have it resting in one of those empty spaces. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, I mean, realistically, you could pull because they've superimposed Brett on the image of Taker. Yeah. So, like, you could, and I don't know how they built this originally. I don't know what this is built in. So, from my perspective, I can't tell tell you. But you could easily push Brett up, like, make Brett just a smidge smaller, push him up, push the the bottom box up which allows you to make the logo larger or you could have the logo larger and have it overlap on top of brett um and then that allows it to just stand out a little bit more because it kind of feels like again it's all about the image but the logo feels very much like an afterthought it kind of gets lost um you don't even notice the heart and soul Mm -hmm. um and then you have all the information at the bottom which it just feels kind of cramped like i don't know it just feels really tight at the bottom like it's again all about the image and then all, all the rest is just an afterthought so i'm going to say this is a c yeah i'm with you on that one that, this one's definitely a c because it's just like the concept is there but it, it missed its mark i think the issue is you could have also made taker just a tad smaller as well because you're having cutoff issues on the top with taker so you could make him just a little bit smaller you could have made bread a little bit smaller and then that would allow you to pull the image up a little bit to give you more breathing room at the bottom because what what's also going on here is there's a million dollar sweepstakes that's eating up a lot of the room on the bottom because yeah. you actually have a little bit of dead space, I think, because you never want it. When you print something, which this was designed for print, mm-hmm. um, you never put anything directly to the sides and are on the top or the bottom because 
when they print it, it's you're running the potential of it being cut off when they trim it. That it could fall into the bleed area on the print and it can it can get cut off. So that's why they kind of have that weird negative space at the bottom. And that's how you tell it's designed for print is because you see how everything is everything is within a border. Like yeah. everything. So realistically you could trim all the edges off of that and it would just be all poster and you wouldn't have the borders around everything. Um, but I don't think that's how they would have printed it. But that's and that's the other thing is like you can tell when that the what posters were designed for print, which all of them are printed, I think. But there are specific posters, I think, from the beginning up to I'm gonna say mid mid ten thousands yeah. that were designed for print because they sold the posters on shop. So they had to be very conscious of that so you didn't take things right to the edge. Yeah. All right, what's next? Up next, we have SummerSlam 20. This is weird. <laughs> I don't think, maybe I saw this. I like everything going on except the ball of fire. Was this Great Balls of Fire? No. It's SummerSlam. How was it Great Balls of Fire? <laughs> no, remember, well, I mean, that was a joke, right? Great Balls of Fire. No, I don't know. No. That was one year. That was... Yeah. I'm not a fan of this. It's and I feel like the reason is because there's just a lot of very weird things going on because everything's on center. You have Bray and it's a very odd image of Bray because part of the problem when he does the back bend like that is like everything on him flattens out. So he he looks very disproportionate, which is the point. Like he's supposed to look demonic, but it just looks Especially because he's bending backwards. Basically, his entire face and the mask have slid backwards. Mm. And so it's it's just... It's it's weird. Um, it's a nice poster. Like, I like the colors. Everything's there. Um, I just... I don't know. There's something about it I just don't like. I hate to do it to Boo Boo, but I'm going to call this a C. All right. We'll put it as a C. All right. Next. There are better Bray Wyatt posters out there. I'm just saying. SummerSlam 14! This is your basic John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you have your logo. You have your date. There's not a lot of creativity. This, this, this is a, this is a, what CD. Uh, we go. Yeah, we put it as a C because that's where we have the the all them. Just the stand, other one. All them yeah. just standing. We gave the storm one a B, but the other ones. All right. Well, at least the storm one, like, was there's cr- been there, effort there, made. There, yeah, this was with, it was talking more of the one we, with all the people just standing there. Yeah. yeah. All right, next one. SummerSlam 95, Face the Heat. Stridex presents SummerSlam. I like this. I will say that some of the text does get a little lost on the red, um, but that's to be expected. I mean, honestly, you could have made the live on pay-per-view white mm-hmm. and the World Wrestling Federation white, and it would have just been fine. Um, but they chose to use the gold, which okay. Um, this is th- this is where I think they were trying to get creative with it. I'm not sure I like the face, the heat all the way across. It's kind of weird how they did the split because you have um, six letters in red and you have five letters in white, and it's it's off center, <laughs> like the F's getting cut off. Um, like I kind of would have liked to have seen more of the H. Like they basically put the break in the H right in the center of the poster. And then that way you have like half the H in the red, half the H in the blue or the purple or whatever you want to call it. Um, but there's some creativity with this. This is this is a C. I can give this a solid C. I would say B. You would say B? Yeah, I mean, I can give you a B. because everything we're saying for C is very basic. There's a lot. There's a little bit more creativity to this one than the other ones that are just, here's people, that's it. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think this is a B minus. Okay. I mean, that's fair. All right, next. SummerSlam 09. This was a, I guess technically this is like a throwback poster <laughs> in a way to what the older posters were. I like how it's on theme for that SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I like the effort that was put into this because there's a lot of effort put into it. It's got a carny feel to it. Um, It's very simple, but it's very effective in terms of catching your eye with the colors. I like it. I think it's it's nice how they did it. I think this may be the first S tier. Yeah, I think this is an S tier. This is this is good. I don't really I can't call anything out on the way that they did this. This was a well done one poster. This this was very well executed. Mm-hmm. They understood the assignment. Like it's it's even down to the wear and tear like on the poster to make it look old. Like I appreciate that they did this, did that to kind of cut some of the color down so it doesn't like hurt your eyes because that yellow is intense that red is intense but they they washed it out by putting making it look old and like something you would have in your pocket with the folds like it's just really well done yeah respect all right next up next oh SummerSlam 96 (laughs) opposites attack it's sean and vader um they tried to get a little creative with the live on pay-per-view video or pay-per-view and the date and everything. I, I got to make this a C. I'm sorry. No. No? Nope. D. Okay. I was trying to be nice. Well, it, like it's Sean. I don't want to put Sean in D, but like it, 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 because it's not like if the pictures were together where like they're actually looking at each other, that would be B or C. Well, I mean, they're kind of looking at each other. They're sort of at a weird angle where you have Sean and Vader kind of glaring in each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. And it's it's something if you had Vader at a more similar angle to Sean, because Vader, Sean's, Sean's at like, they're both at a three-quarter profile, but it's Vader's, I don't know, it's just the way that Vader is that you could turn him a little bit more and kind of have him more looking at Sean, but that would require taking a different photo. So it's just, it's very, it feels very awkward, right? These are more action shots than actual, like, stock photos of the people. Like, it's a great picture of Sean. Mm-hmm. Like, you get a nice shot of his job, but also, like, the opposites attack, this is another one of the things where it gets lost because it's black and white, and you have it on this bright blue background, plus Vader's head, and in terms of all, like, it should work that, because you have something black and white on there, that your eye goes to it, but it just doesn't happen because your eye immediately goes to the two pictures in the center because they are the largest thing on the photo or on the poster. They're taking up the most space. So that's where your eye goes. And then it kind of goes up to the SummerSlam logo and you kind of go over the opposites attack. And so you could, you could add like a drop shadow or something behind that to make that come up off a little bit more. And you could do the same thing for the SummerSlam logo. Cause if you took the opposites attack off, honestly, this would be a better poster. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be really honest. Like, if you just take the opposite's attack off, it would be a way better poster. Because then you could pull Sean's picture up a little bit, and then you could kind of rotate it, and they would be more looking in each other's eyes. Um, and then you could also do something with the live on pay-per-view, where you actually flip the live on pay-per-view to the left-hand side, and then you put all the information on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. And then that would give you more room, because Sean's got a longer neck. So that gives you more room and make, to make the live on pay-per-view a little bit bigger. But still, D. Yeah, it's still D. Next. I kind of want to go back and make SummerSlam posters now. <laughs> SummerSlam 11. Lots of things. There was a theme. This was in Miami. You have Miami in the background. You have all the wrestling talent in the background and on the poster. 
Kofi's weird in this. Like, you can tell that they took the shade. Like, here's the thing. Ray and Cena and Orton are really nice in the foreground because it fits the foreground. Los An- this was in Los Angeles, by the way. Not was Miami. this in LA? Yeah, not Miami. So that just, Dang. you take a point off right there, you couldn't tell what city it is. Like, I just saw, I just saw the palm trees, and it, and it, because it's like, you lose so much of the city background because of the glow coming off the star, which is fine, um, that you can't tell where it is. Like, you have, like, some street signs and some other stuff in the poster that basically tell you, but I can't really see them because the picture's too small. Um, but I'm gonna say that Ms. Who is that flying on the left? Is that Mickey? Uh, Alicia. Is that Alicia? Mm-hmm. Red hair. That's hard to see. Um, that Ms. Alicia and Kofi feel very awkward mm-hmm. in this. And honestly, you could take those three images out and you could have had other images of them. Because here's the thing, like Alicia's flying, just flying off the poster. Like she's not even facing front like everybody else. Like at least everybody else is facing front. So you see them because the whole point of this is that WWE is invading LA. They're breaking in. They're breaking down the doors to get in LA. So they're all charging at you off the poster, right? Because you have Orton and Cena and Ray coming for you. You have Miz coming in. And then you have Kofi flying in. And it's more the color on Kofi because Kofi is not as washed out as the other ones are. So it literally looks like they said, hey, we need to put Kofi in. Plop. Um, and then it's like behind behind your main three, you have... Like the, the standing shots of Del Rio and Kelly Kelly are a little weird. I like the R-Truth one. That's fine. Like I feel like you could have used slightly different shots of those two. And it would be better because like you clearly had either stock photos of these three or stock photos of everybody. Or you had at least the main three take photos specifically for this. Yeah. Um. So it just feels a little like like the the t- the pictures at the top kind of detract for it to it for me and then i don't know i don't know why but my my eye just like the del rio picture feels weird right because like everybody else is breaking in and then there's del rio just standing there smiling and then kelly kelly's in the background like uh... suck. um i mean i could give this a b because it is very creative it's <laughs> after, very well designed after all that it's a b after all that it's a b because it's a nice poster it is a nice poster just for me fundamentally there's some weird things to it that when i look at it it's like okay but it's like the logo is present your information is present it's a creative poster they did a nice job with it all right next all right up next SummerSlam 89 feel the heat as i said i'm a I'm a tramp for a good illustrated poster. Unfortunately, this is not a good illustrated poster. <laughs> um, this is really super basic. And with, with the negative space that you have, and again, I do not know what they used to design this, but with the space that you have, you could have pulled the the top match up a little bit to give room for the bottom match. Or you could have pulled the two matches closer to the verses, but I understand why they can't do it on the bottom because of Randy Savage's arm. Um, but you could have made the two images on the left and the right a little bit smaller to help fill that. And then you could have made the logo bigger to help, again, fill the space. There's just a lot of space on this. Yeah. Like a lot of space. And space is not bad. Space is good in certain situations. But there's just a lot of really empty dead space in this that I don't like. Because it just, everything kind of feels very, like everything's tight to the bottom or tight to the top. And then you have this really awkward stuff in the center. Um I gotta give this a C. I'm sorry. It is a C, and it would have been a D, but I like the art style of Hogan and everyone else on the poster. That's, it's an... that's what adds to it. Like, it, it, it's not your basic, here's your stock photo. 
They actually tried something with it. It's a very nice poster color-wise. It's a very nice poster illustration-wise, but it's just the spacing and the stuff just make it very feel very odd. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's a C. All right, next one. Up next, we have SummerSlam 21 with John Cena and Roman Reigns with Las Vegas in the background. So it tells you everything you need to know. I like this. I think it's nice. It's, again, very clean, very simple. I like the colors in this. Like, everything... Like, I feel for the designers, man, because they had to deal with John Cena color gr- with his Kelly green and his yellow. Like, shit. I do not envy that at all. Trying to make all that work. But they did it, and they did a really nice job with it, because you can see where they bring... Where they basically tied Cena and Roman together using the star in the background. Mm-hmm. And then you have the Vegas shot that just gives it a little oomph, where everything just ties and talks really nice. I say S. Yeah, I'd say this is an S tier. This is a good poster. All right, next one. <laughs> SummerSlam Fat Chance. SummerSlam 1993. <laughs> I like this poster just because it, it's, at this point, it's almost meme Um, Where you have, somebody has to stop him. Will Lex Luger be the one stand up for America against the mighty Yoko Soda? I really like this poster. <laughs> to me, this is an A or a B. It's very, it's very simple, but again, it's super clean, like super duper clean. And I like how they did it. 100% an A. Yeah, 100% an A. This is, this is good. All right, next one. (laughs) SummerSlam 06. Wieners. This is an A. There's so much creativity in this where you, where everybody in this poster makes sense. Yeah. And you have Cena doing, you have the custom pictures of Cena and Hunter and Sean, and you have everybody in the background where they all took custom pictures. They all make sense. Except for Batista, who's just really just a stock photo. Except for Batista and maybe the Spirit Squad. No, because they're shirtless and doing things. They're, no. Because they're, they're on their shoulders. If you look deeper, two of them are, they're on the, each other's shoulders. Yeah, but they, they, that could have been a stock photo of the Spirit Squad. Maybe I don't think so. I think it's. I think it was posed for this. But they obviously they took this at the shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, who's going off the house? Uh, who is that? All right, I can see when you zoom in. Um, is that Mark Henry? There's, like, there's, there's it's Mark, Mark Henry. Henry. Um, working on it. I'm gonna look. Um, but going on to the bottom, I like how I like how the flames in the grill highlight the SummerSlam logo and bring it up off the grill because you have a black logo going on a black grill with the black box on the bottom with all your information so they just threw a little bit of fire in there just to subtly bring your logo up that's what you do it's Mark Henry Kane and somebody I don't know who the dude diving is yes that's Kurt Angle who's the dude diving I don't know I don't know anyway. I'd have I'd have to can I find a bigger picture of it hold on there may be a bigger picture of it but they're hard to find SummerSlam 06 poster. Google, don't fail me now. Let's see. Um, there really isn't a bigger poster. We're kind of stuck with what we have. No, but the Spirit Squad, you're right. It isn't stock. It's they have talk. They have tacos and stuff. Um, which they could have photoshopped in their hands. But I overall, to me, this is an A. No, it's not Steve-O. He wasn't involved at that time. Um, you have Booker and Charmel in the background. Like overall. To me, this is an A. Yeah. Or it possibly even S tier just because of how how well this is all done and how it ties into the commercial that they shot for it. It all works. And it's just fun. Like, again, this is another one of those that this could easily be a movie poster. I'm, I'm sticking with A because it 
it, it it's missing. I don't know something to be asked here. Maybe that was the Sandman. Maybe was that the Sandman? Well, it's, yeah, it's for ECW, so that could be the Sandman. That's the only guess I. I'm just going off of yeah. That. Anyway, next one. SummerSlam '88. Did we just do this one? No. Oh, you have the '89 picture in the oh. sheet for '88. My bad. <laughs> Looking at it, it's like we just did this. Mm. Anyway, I'll, I'll I will use the fancy dancy technology screens. Um, this is a C. Like it's a nice poster. It's very basic, but you have the colors are very nice on it. Everything stands out. All your information is there. Um, the Jake the Snake, or no, that's Jesse Ventura. The Jesse Ventura picture is a little odd. Like you could have pulled it down and lined it up with the "Don't be shut out by your cable provider" um, copy at the bottom because he just feels a little tight in. Because they basically they're like he's cut off at the bottom. What do we do? Just stick him in there. Um, so you could have lined him up with the "Don't be shut out" and it would have been okay. Um, but that's just me personally. I don't like stuff just like basically stuck in there with an edge on the bottom without it having some intent. Yeah. And Nowadays, you would have put a fade on that. would have been fine. Um, but this, yeah, I mean, I think this is a C or a D. It's just, it's very basic. It's I would say it's D, nice. I would say a D. Yeah, it's just, it's it's there. All right, next one. SummerSlam 22, this year's poster. This is a nice poster. S. This is S, yeah. This is just nice. I love the new logo that they're, they're, they're working with. and I like the logo. I kind of wish it wasn't obscured so much but mm-hmm. i like the logo yeah there's two different logos this year which are which are nice so this is one of the cool ones so yeah but i like the colors i like how they put the images in i like the guitar on the bottom it all makes sense um yeah this is good it's very good s tier all the way s tier next SummerSlam 92 92 okay yep okay he's basic very basic oh wait no that's not the one i have i fixed it you're good oh, okay I it, 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 I had to adjust them. That's all. Because I'm comparing next to the the screen. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Wait, no, I don't see. Wait, that one got. Did moved. I just call Taker basic? No, that one got moved down a little bit. That's all. Um, again, I'm gonna say this is a D. It's very simple, very basic, very to the point. Nice colors. Um, I'm not sure I like the equal sharing of pay per view and SummerSlam in terms of hi- in terms of hierarchy. Mm-hmm. But this is when it was still just getting started up. This is the one in London. Um, honestly, I would have, instead of highlighting pay-per-view and making pay-per-view so large, you really should have highlighted the all the way from Wembley Stadium in London, England, because that's the more important thing than it being on pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, but this is fine. But to me, this is like a D because it's just, it's D plus. very basic. D plus. Very simple. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say basic. It's simple. All right. Next one. Finally. SummerSlam 01. This is an A to me. This is just nice and clean, and I like how they did this. Yeah, very clean. It tells you what it is. Boom. It's The Rock, SummerSlam. But, like, even the glow with the way that you have the glow behind him, and then you have the glow backlighting the letters of the World Wrestling Federation, and the finally... Where it's a it doesn't it doesn't overpower your main image, but it's there that it fills the space really beautifully, and the way that it 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 shrinks from left to right, so you have a little bit of a breathing room on the bottom right or in the middle right, I should say, so you can have your live on pay per view, you can have your logo nice and big. Yeah, this is just nice. This is clean. All right, next up next. SummerSlam 94. It's so hot, it's scary. My god, that's the summer. It's so damn hot. Presented by Domino's. I like this in terms of SummerSlam logos. 
it's it's different than from some some of the it's different for them from some of the other ones we saw. I can talk, I swear. Um, I like the broken glass effect that they used with Taker because this is the Taker versus Taker, right? Yep. So I like that they did that. Um, colors are on point. Everything's very simple. I like the font choices on this. I think they're a nice font choice. Um, Co- colors are good. Nice color yeah. scheme. Like, it's a good poster in terms of the ones from that area. It's a really good poster. I'm going to say it's a B. B? Do you think it should go higher? I was going to put it as S. I really like it. Okay, we can put it as S. From I'm, that, from that era, it's the most uh, yeah. creative poster that they have. Yeah, from that era, that's an S-tier poster for sure. But in comparison to everything else, it's... Still stands out as a quality poster. It's something you would want framed. Yeah, it'd be a good, like, barroom art. Yeah. All right, next one. SummerSlam 10. All the stroke. (laughs) All the stroke. Oh, God, all the stroke. So much of it. For everything the other one was, was it 11? Yeah. With with the throwback, this one just doesn't hit the mark. I think it's a nice poster, like, in terms of composition, but there's so much stroke happening with this. Like, this SummerSlam, and I get it, they're trying to do, like, a comic-style look to it without it being direct comics. Um... But yeah, this just, this doesn't do it for me. SAC. This is a C, yeah. It missed, the, kind it, of, it missed the mark. Kind of everything being tilted doesn't help. No. It kind of makes me feel a little dizzy, honestly. All right, next one. SummerSlam 04. Let the games begin. So this is throwing back to what the old style kind of was, where you just put people in there, but it also has like an Olympic theme, kind of, with all the different events. But here's the thing, it doesn't read no olympics at all no but that was the idea oh i know that's the idea like i can tell the idea because it's sitting here it's like what is it oh oh olympics but it doesn't it doesn't read as that at all to me it's it's a d i'm sorry yep it's a d exactly there there would have been so many other ways to to better execute that than um like this is a concept like this concept Perfect commercial. Poster no. Like, I feel like if you were going to do it, was Angle still with the company at this point? What year was this? Was this? 04? Yeah. Like, that should have been the one where you have, like, honestly, you could have done, like, on the medal ceremony, you could have done a poster of the talent on, like, first, second, third on the, on that thing, the dais, whatever you want to call it, winning their medals. And they're, like, little WWE because I think they were E at this point. They were going to be Oh, I think Kurt was... Was he hurt? Her, was, was this... This might have been general manager Kurt era. But, but still, you could have had Kurt handing out the medals. Like... I'm trying to remember. It, it was that era. No, he fought Eddie. No! He, he was, yeah, no, he was general manager, but he also fought Eddie Guerrero on the show. Like, what you could have done is you could have had Kurt holding, like, a WWE-style medal. Yeah, you could have. That just says, let the games begin. Because then it's, like, automatically you tie... Kurt Angle, Olympics, summer. Everything. Everything, all the things. Because you can't use the Olympic logo. They will sue the shit out of you if you do. Um, They're yeah. very protective of it. But yeah, like, this is this is a D. I'm sorry. It is. All right. Next one. Summer Slam 91. Oof. It's very indicative of the era. It's coming out of the 80s, but I don't like this at all. There are some fundamental this is okay does everybody know the meme graphic design is my passion mm-hmm. that's this 
in mm-hmm. a nutshell. Like there's the match you the a match made in heaven gets lost up at the top because you just have it in um your script, which that's your basic computer script. Um is that palace? What is it? What is your basic Oh, I'm on Google. I have good fonts on Google. Shit. Um <laughs> I don't remember what the that basic. I'm not. Font. I'm rem- not opening Word because I have like 200 fonts installed on my computer, and yeah. I'm not going through all of them. But that's like your basic. I think it's Palace or French or whatever it's called. Like I like the idea of having a match made in heaven, and it leads into a match made in hell, which then pulls your eye around to the SummerSlam logo. I don't like the way that they did the live where you have little flames in it and then only on pay per view. Like that entire thing gets lost on that background. Like, the entire thing. The WWF logo is getting lost. This is just, like, they did a nice job with the pictures in terms of popping them off the background with the color. But... No. This is a D. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a D. All right. It just, it needs so much to be fixed. All right, what's next? Up next, you have Hogan versus Michaels for the first time ever. SummerSlam 05. C. Yeah. Because that's that's how we've, we've judged these. That's a C. I mean, for me, it's, yeah, it's your basic two wrestlers, everything's there, colors are nice, everything comes up, nothing's getting lost. It's a C. It's not terrible. Like, there's a little bit of creativity in the font choice and the font effects, but not a lot. I will say it is a very nice touch with the verses being the SummerSlam logo. Good job on that. Next. Up next, we have SummerSlam 08. (laughs) Creative. Honestly, I really like this poster. I think it's a good poster. It is a good poster. Is it like a, they, is it A or a B or an S? I could give this an A. I don't think this is quite S tier because I think with, it does have some problems with it. It's up there with the roller coaster, though. It is up there with the roller coaster in terms of there was a lot of effort made in this. I think the bl- biggest blockbuster of the summer could be a tad bigger, but it's in that area era where they were trying to make them feel more like movie posters, and this is very obviously made to feel like a movie poster. So I like that they did it. They succeeded in that. So it's a nice. It's nice. Yeah, next one. Sable's boobies, a.k.a. SummerSlam 03. Yes. I mean, I gotta give them props for the Photoshop work. Yeah. I like how they wrapped the S around her so they could get a naked woman on their poster. Um, But you can get free trading cards, y'all. Did you know that? They're from WrestleMania 20. Um, Where it all begins again. Where it all begins again. Which had to happen at that point. Um, uh, I'm gonna say I don't know. I don't want to make this a B because it's not a B to me, but it's it's I'm a B. A, I could say, it's a B. Based on how we've judged everything, to B. I don't want to give it a B though. Do you want to give it a C? I want to make it a high C. Okay, but based on how we judged everything else, that should be a B. Based on how we, I mean, it's very clean, but there are some things that could be fixed with it. Okay. But they you. did a very good job on the SummerSlam logo, wrapping that around her, so she is not naked. All right, next one. SummerSlam 19. I like this. I like this a lot. I say this is an A. Yeah, this I could give this an A. I like the color in this. I like the pictures in this. They're all facing the same direction. You have different... Like, the only one smiling is Kofi, which is amazing. Um, But everybody looks really good in this. It's very simple, very clean, very, very straightforward. But it doesn't feel like a wrestling poster. No. It's... This again, this could be a movie poster. Also, they photoshopped the shit out of Roman's eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, they brought his eyes up a lot in that. I think same with Brock. Like, there's a lot of photo editing going on in this, but it's good. It's good photo editing. So, yeah, I give this an A. All right, next one SummerSlam 15. 
The Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar. Was this the year of the pull apart? Um, what do you mean pull apart? Like, you remember when Brock and Taker were fighting each other, and I think it was for the title, and they had a series of pull apart brawls? No, this was not, this was after, this was the streak revenge. <gasps> oh. This is meme. This is the meme sit-ups. This is the meme. Got it. Um, I mean, in terms of posters go, it's nice. It's two wrestlers on a background with the logo, so to me that makes it a C. Yeah, it's a C. <laughs> Based on the way that we've been judging things, like we keep saying, this is a C. Um, but it's a nice poster. They did a good job. Mania was the end of the streak. This was this was the this was the return match. Um, a year later, right? Because Taker came back a year later for yeah. Brock. Yeah, this was a year because he wasn't seen for because he wrestled Bray at Mania and then he this got this was the follow up. Yeah, yeah, where he went for Brock. And last but not least, SummerSlam eighteen. This is a C again. It's based on how we've been judging it. It's a good poster, but it's simple and basic and it's i don't know alexa looks weird in it to me okay it could be just that it's stretched but like alexa her her face just looks a little like it's it's more the angle of her head because she's leaning over and the way that her head is turned it's just a really odd angle and so much of her head is actually obscured on the side where that would make it feel normal that she she almost looks like she's like fluid and she's stretching a little bit like everybody else is kind of good to go and then alexis just kind of like very weird just feels very weird in the background i can see that but yeah that's so it too that this. does it and this was like the start of hey look it's brock and roman fighting at SummerSlam for a championship huh hmm. Hmm. Huh. interesting how that works isn't it <laughs> yep interesting how that works But anyway, that does it for us. Do you agree with our choices? Tweet us at... No, it's, it's, it's not Photoshop stretched. It's stretched in our sheet where I'm looking at it. Um, so a couple of them were like that just because it's how they went in. But it just in general, it's just she looks... The way that the photo placed and the way that they did it, just is she feels very stretched. Yeah, because tier, tier Maker needs you to be a 400 by 400. So it's like you have to have some liberties. Yeah. Um, but do you agree with our picks? Tweet us at Wild Talk Radio at Lens Ward to decide if maybe we should move some stuff around. I don't know. So, Rock, that does it for us. So, plug away. All right. Saturday night, midnight edition, another edition of CBRCBLive.com, GreatTheGreatDebate.com. Before that, we'll be Fortnite with Friend around 10 ish. When we get our stuff together, we'll, we'll figure it out. Sunday night, it's Russell Talk Radio SummerSlam preview. Who's on that show? Brent? That's for sure. <laughs> Who else? We'll find out Sunday night at the BME Eastern. Oh, yeah, I'll be there too. But, yeah. Anyway, it's WTR Sunday, SummerSlam preview this Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday night is the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. Um, check out the Rack Extra Reviews, Ms. and Mrs. Season 3, Episode. Is that 8? 7? 8? 8. 8. We did this week Christmas episode in 90 degree heat as we're watching it. Yep. Exciting. Um, check that out. We'll be back next Thursday night to preview SummerSlam 10 p.m. Eastern. As a reminder, we'll be live following SummerSlam that Saturday. So coordinate schedules and everything like that and figure out what programming we are and aren't doing on that night. It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com, so it's Wild Talk Radio Network. Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms. Wherever you get your podcasts, Google, Apple, 
Stitcher, Amazon, etc., etc., etc. If you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. You can support the channel by clicking the purple rectangle at the bottom of the screen. You can also use credit code Rockstar or Linz M Ward. In the Fortnite item shop or Epic Game Store, you can buy little, little whips in the store. He has an emote and song. Please, please don't support that bullshit. Please don't do it. Little whip, little. Anyway. It's a meme. It's legit. It's a meme. Anyway, why, Lindsay? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. Hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag Epic Partners. <laughs> You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lensward, L-I-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lensward. You can also check out my YouTube, lensward.rockcreatorshow.com, or just look for Lensward on the YouTubes. And you can use the creator code, like you said. Don't forget to check out our very fine sponsor, mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to Rock right here on walltalkradio.com, and we will see you next week. Till then, bye! WildTalkRadio.com.